It's time for the 8-Minute Devotion. The 8-Minute Devotion is a daily message that fills you with hope and encouragement from the Word of God. Here's your host, Pastor Cameron Walcott. Well, hello, 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 and welcome back to the 8-Minute Devotion, our Friday episode. And I'm so glad you have chosen to join us today. So glad we can spend this time together. You know, I want to remind you that if you have a question, comment you'd like us to read or you'd like us to answer on the podcast, please send it to us, the8minutedevotion at gmail.com. We would love to answer your questions in a future episode. And uh, yeah, we'd love to read your comments as well. So please also, wherever you watch, wherever you listen, make sure you subscribe to the podcast, share the podcast, rate the podcast, so we can get this message out to as many people as possible. Leave comments on Facebook, on YouTube, and uh, let's get the message out to as many people as possible. We're looking at the righteousness of God from the book of Romans. And yesterday we were looking at this concept of imputation. We are counted righteous in Christ. Something that Jesus did, his perfect righteous life, is counted to me even though I didn't do it. I did not live a perfect life. Through my faith in Jesus, his perfect life is counted to me. What a blessing. How amazing it is to be a child of God. And the perfect life of Jesus is counted to me. Sinful Cameron. God doesn't see sinful Cameron. God sees the perfect righteousness of Jesus. Praise God. Praise the Lord. What an amazing God we serve, that he doesn't deal with us according to our sin, but he credits us with the righteousness of Jesus when we believe in him. So that's the word imputation. Today we're going to see how this works a little bit deeper by looking at the contrast between Adam and and Christ. Adam and Christ. And this is in Romans 5. We can read verse 12 and verse 17 to see what Paul said. We're talking about Adam and then talking about Jesus as the one who delivers us from the nature of sin. Romans 5.12, therefore, just as through one man sin entered the world and death through sin, and thus death spread to all men because all sinned. And now verse 17, for if because of one man's trespass, Death reigned through that one man, much more will life, much more will those who receive the abundance of grace and the free gift of righteousness reign in life through the one man, Jesus Christ. These two verses, they contrast these two men. They keep saying the one man, Adam, and then the one man, Christ. The one man, Adam, sinned. The one man, Adam, trespassed. The one man, Adam, failed. And because of his sin, sin was passed into the whole human race. We all sinned in Adam and with Adam. His sin was counted to all of us. One man sinned. Death reigned through all. But then much greater than the one man's sin was the one man's righteousness. And because of Jesus' perfect righteousness, it is strong enough to overcome all sin, and we can all reign in life through the one man, Jesus. You see, Adam's sin was imputed to us when we were born. Now Christ's righteousness is imputed to us when we believe, and it overcomes all the sin. Let me ask you a question. When did you become a sinner? Was it the first time you told a lie? Maybe it was the first time you stole a cookie. Your your mother told you you could have one cookie and you took two. Was it the, maybe not until you were a teenager, a little bit older, and maybe you lusted after something in your heart? Was that the time you became a sinner? The answer to all those questions is no. You became a sinner 
The moment you were born. The moment you were born, you won the prize. You came, you came into the world and then ding, 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 you win the prize. You are sinner. The moment you are born, you are born with Adam's sinful, fallen nature. You see, Adam's sin was imputed to you. You did not commit Adam's sin. I didn't commit Adam's sin, but it was counted to you just as though you had. You were guilty in Adam because he is our first father. Now, again, you might say, that's not fair. I wasn't there. Why, why would God count that to me? Well, be careful, because of course, you weren't only a sinner because of Adam. You also were a sinner because of the bad things you did. You not only were counted sinful, you then also committed sin. You're actually a sinner times two, and I am also. You're guilty in Adam, and then you're also guilty because of your own sinful needs. But it's so important for us to understand and realize we were sinners in Adam, because seeing that helps us understand how we are righteousness in Christ, how we are righteous in Christ. You see, when we believe in Christ and believe in his salvation. His righteousness gets imputed to us. That is why we are born again. We were born into sin at our natural birth, but we are born into righteousness at our spiritual birth. And if we say, no, 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 you can't count Adam's sin against me. I didn't do the sin. Don't count it against me. Then when God wants to make us righteous, can we say, no, 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 don't count Jesus's righteousness to me. If we did that, we would be in trouble because all of us sinned on our own. None of us could be fully righteous on our own. So we are blessed that God's a salvation. It depends not on the actual deeds I've done, good or bad, but it's all based on the fact that I was a sinner in Adam. I'm righteous in Jesus. I didn't actually commit that sin in Adam but it's counted to me. But now when I believe, I didn't actually do the righteousness of Jesus, but it's counted to me. That is a blessing that we are counted righteous through things that we did not do. We are counted righteous through belief in Jesus. Just like we were counted sinful through being born the first time, we are counted righteous through being born again by the Spirit, through believing in Jesus, we are born again into the righteous life. How are we born again? How is this righteousness of Christ counted to us? How does it work? What is our part to play? Very simple. All we need to do is believe. We do have a part to play. Not a work to do, not a work to earn. We don't earn it in any sense, but we do have to do one thing, and that is we have to say yes. We have to say yes to the Lord. We have to say yes to the free gift. We have to say, yes, Lord, I believe, I receive, I accept that free gift of salvation that you want to give to me. There is a part that I need to play, and that's saying, yes, Lord. That's saying, yes, I believe. And the moment you believe, Jesus' perfect life is counted to you. The moment you believe the active righteousness of Jesus is counted to you, he imputes his righteousness to you, he imputes his perfect life to you, you become righteous. Not because you've done a thousand righteous things, but because Jesus lived a perfectly righteous life and that is counted to you. Praise God. Praise the Lord. I am righteous, not because of what I've done. I was sinful, not because of what I did. I was sinful in Adam, but I am righteous in Jesus. I am righteous in my righteousness because it's not based in me. It's based in Christ. It lasts forever. As long as I follow, as long as I put my faith in Jesus, I repent of my sins. I am righteous in Jesus. 
Praise God, the Lord counts me righteous. Next week, we're going to see how we're justified. It keeps getting better. You don't want to miss it. Only on the 8-Minute Devotion. Thank you for listening to the 8-Minute Devotion. Please subscribe, rate, and review the podcast wherever you listen to or watch it. And email us at the8minutedevotion at gmail.com with any questions or comments. May God bless you.